This is the Player Spotlight. Every week throughout the season with Bob, Dave, and more. It is time for our Player Spotlight here with Bob, David Moore on 710 ESPN Seattle. It's a pleasure to speak to this man. I don't think we've had a chance to talk to this guy yet, but he's sitting yeah. down with us. Tight end Tyrone Swoops is here. How are you, man? I'm doing good. I'm a little bit tired. We got back a little late, but I'm good, though. Is this the moment you've been looking forward to more than anything else in your career, sitting down with us? Oh, yeah, more than anything. <laughs> sitting in the room <laughs> on the radio. I oh. love it. Hey, really <laughs> quick, before we get going, last night, did that kind of freak you out? The plane starts to land, and all of a sudden it takes off again. Yeah, and... I thought I was dreaming because I had just woke up. And so uh-huh. I felt us, like, going down, and I felt it going, like, back up. I was like, what is going on? So I was trying not to, like, freak out because I didn't know what was going on. And then the pilot got on the, the little PA system and explained everything. So. Oh, see, I missed that because I had my headphones on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, that, tell um, people what you're talking about. Well, cause... they started to land, and they got down in the fog, and all of a sudden the jets fire up again, and it pulls up out of there and, you know, goes around again. And I was asleep, and then I woke up, and I'm looking at this tower that I, I remember seeing the first time we went in. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, we must have gone around again. Anyway, it was a little... Yeah, it was weird. Do you get uh, do you get freaked out flying or? Yeah, I'm not a huge fly guy. I don't like to fly at uh, all. Me but, neither. Um, well, that's a rough profession, man. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but I just kind of <laughs> just tell myself I got to do it and just kind of stick it out, you know. Hey, what was the mood of the team after that game? I mean, losing's one thing, but you you could look at that game and go, man, that's we've not played like that in a long time. How, how do you guys do you talk about it? Is everybody quiet? What 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 goes on after a game like that? I think for the most part, everybody was just kind of. I mean, we were all disappointed because we expected to go in and play well, um, and we didn't. And um, I think everybody was just kind of still trying to figure out what happened. Uh, we couldn't really get anything going on offense, really. And, um, I mean, like you said, we haven't played like that in a while. And, um, I mean, we still played that bad and only lost by, what, 16, I think it was, a couple touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, we can, we can definitely take some good stuff out of it also, too. So, hey, Let's go back to, to Texas um, when, when you were playing there. And you were playing with, uh, was it Bushell? Mm-hmm. Is the the other quarterback? Uh, his dad is a coach in the major leagues, and right. I went to college with him. And so I, I was watching him for that reason. But then they would bring you in. Did they call it the eighteen wheeler mm-hmm. offense or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. Then you, uh, how much did you throw? How much did you run? Because when you were at Texas, you were kind of the big guy. Like they'd put the heavy guys in. Right. It's mostly run, right? Yeah, it was mostly run. But I feel like uh, Coach G Sterling Gilbert. He did a really good job of mixing in the the little run action passes that we had um, in the package as well, just to kind of pe- keep people honest and on their toes. So, yeah, it was predominantly run, but we had a little bit of pass in there too. Did, so, did you play any tight end uh, when you were at Texas, or no? I had never played since seventh grade. I hadn't really ever played anything else other than quarterback. I mean, in college, I got like four or five snaps at running back. Yeah. But other than that, it was just all quarterback for me. Yeah. So when you you came in the NFL and they're like, "We want you to play tight end," were you like, "Huh?" I mean, well, that- yeah. I mean, after my senior year, we didn't make a bowl game, and so um, I went to the agent that I have now, Scott Castellan, and he said probably my best shot to have a shot in the NFL would be to move to tight end, and so um, December, January, and all the way up until the um, the pro day, I was just kind of starting from scratch, learning how to get in the stance, learn how to block and run routes and everything. So it was it was definitely different. Wow. How, how much does it help 
having been a quarterback, though, understanding a route and, and the way a receiver is supposed to respond and things like that. How does did it? Do you think that helped speed up the learning for you since you were kind of familiar with how a receiver or a tight end should run and work? I mean, it did just learning the concepts and uh, learning a new system in general. Because at quarterback, you kind of have to know everything, what everybody's doing. But I could kind of just took some of the tools that I used in, at quarterback and kind of implemented it um, in my studying and um, stuff, trying to learn the tight end stuff as well. So it definitely helped as far as learning and trying to learn a new offense. Were you reluctant about giving up the idea of being a quarterback? No, not at all. I mean, he when I, like I said, when my agent came to me with it, I was all for it. Um, I mean, I felt like I was confident enough in my athletic ability that I'd be able to at least give it a shot. And, um, I mean, I think it's working out pretty well so far. And how, how have you held up? Because you've you've been on practice squad, you've been cut, you've been re-signed. I think you were with Arizona, too. No, you weren't with Arizona. Okay, but so what's it been like for you, this, uh, you know, going from Texas, uh, big-name quarterback and everything, to being, you know, in the NFL and, and this kind of journey you're on now? Yeah, I mean, like you said, it's been a journey. I've uh, been, been here, not been here, been at home for extended periods of time, and then come back and playing in the game next week. So it's all—it's definitely been um, kind of a different journey for me, as like you said, coming from Texas, being kind of a big name guy. But um, I mean, I've loved every second of it, and I love being here. And um, when I'm not here, my family. And friends at home all keep me um, keep my head up and keep me encouraged, so I don't kind of go down in the tank. And so, um, I mean, I feel like I love love the journey. So yeah, far. it's probably an emotional roller coaster though at times for you. Yeah, it can be, um, especially this last time that I was at home. It was really hard for me. I don't know what was different about it, um, but. Um, just being at home and watching all the games from home was really hard for me. But like I said, I got a good support system, my family and friends at home. So they kept me, they kept me up. Do you talk to, does your agent keep in contact with John Schneider and, and talk to you? Hey, they're going to, they're going to make a move. They're going to bring you back next week. Or how, how does that work when you're, when you're at home? Are you getting information from your agent and Hey, the Seahawks are going to do something down the road or are you just in the dark and fingers crossed something happens? No. Yeah. That's kind of how it works. Um, I mean, it's uh, like when I got hurt and I went home during training camp, we were kind of talking, me and my agent were kind of talking almost weekly, and I was going to workouts and things like that. But once the season started and there wasn't a lot of movement because everybody had kind of locked in their roster, um, we'd talk every couple of weeks, and he'd kind of tell me people were interested and just to stay ready, stay working out and everything like that. And then um, when my opportunity came, um, that's when he called me. He was like, hey, they're going to bring you back. You're going to do a workout. And um, then uh, I kind of stuck and been here since then. Has, it, has there been anything in your game that they, they've isolated and say, hey, we need you to really focus on this part of your game, whether it's route running or, or just the hands or anything, anything in particular? Uh, for me, it's just been a couple of things, mostly just kind of the top of my routes not kind of rounding things off, being more uh, smooth and coming out of breaks more smoothly. And um, just the blocking, continuing to work on my pad level and hands and uh, moving my feet and staying low, things like that. So. You know what they need to have you do? 
They need to have you take a, a pitch, you know, in the backfield when you're coming around or something, have Russell pitch it to you, being a former quarterback, and then hucking it deep. Hey, I'm, I'm all for it. Let's do it. <laughs> you still work on your throwing at all in practice? Is there is there a chance they'd ever ask you to do something like that, do you think? Um, I mean, maybe. I don't know. You never know. So, um, I mean, I've always kind of have the arm ready. So You, you keep it in shape? You're still? Yeah, me, uh, <laughs> the tight ends, we always do a, um, a crossbar competition. Um I think it's every every day we have the the walk through mostly on Saturdays at home, we're at home we always do a crossbar competition so trying, trying that, to hit the crossbar from, yeah okay from so how far away you, are you winning I think we do it from the twenty so it's okay a, so it's thirty yard yeah. pretty good distance but um yeah I think that kind of keeps me keeps me up you, you are we, you winning those competitions uh actually I haven't won I won two weeks ago but it kind of just goes. I mean, whoever's on that day is on, and they and they win. So. And this is the tight ends all together. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, does Luke Wilson ever win that one? Um, he hasn't won since I've been. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hollister's a former quarterback too. No, yeah, yeah. He's, from high school, he's really consistent with it too. Yeah, yeah, he's he's won a couple times. How's that room? Because uh, we've had Luke in here. He's an old friend of the show here. Yeah. We've been talking to Luke for what seven eight years now and uh is that a good group it seems like you, you guys uh you guys have fun and you have to have fun when luke oh yeah there, right i mean we have we have a lot of fun um like you said luke is always always bringing the energy and bringing the juice and um jake and wes are, are both great guys and um and pat keeps it light um with us all in there so uh, i think we have a great room of guys right now has, has Luke come up with a nickname for you or anything? No, no, but my rookie year, um, he kind of did this rookie thing where, like, every time somebody said swoops, there it is, I had to say, I had to <laughs> rap a line from the song. <laughs> and so it was, it so was somebody would just funny. walk by you and say that? And, you... and I'd have to rap a line from the song. It was pretty oh funny. My God. <laughs> so Luke just came up with that whole thing on his own. Yeah. That guy. He's creative when it comes to hazing. Huh? Yeah, he definitely is. Yeah. Last thing I have for you, did you grow up in White Wright, Texas? Yes, sir, I did. I just was looking that the census in 2010 said there were 1,800 people there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it's probably grown a little bit, but not that much. So what was, it, what was it like growing up in a small town like that? I mean, it was, I mean, I think I'd rather do that any day than grow up like in a big city, you know, because I, um, I mean, I've had the same like best friend since kindergarten and we're still best friends to this day i'm getting married in june and he's gonna be in my wedding oh congratulations man thank you and um i mean i everything was just so small and everybody knew everybody and um i mean i couldn't imagine growing up anywhere else or any other way honestly did you meet your fiance there or where'd you meet your your fiance she she's from a town a couple towns over but i mean she's from like a similar place everybody knows everybody mm-hmm. small town texas so i mean we kind of have the same upbringing yeah 1800 people they should have a statue of you out there then you're clearly the most famous person to come out of that place right no maybe one day maybe <laughs> well one day. we appreciate you coming in man it's good it's good to catch up with you yeah. enjoy the conversation we wish you nothing but the best and hopefully uh things get back to normal in the way of uh winning for this team this yes, coming sir. weekend thanks for having me